Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. You'll find the show notes for today's episode at bloggingbistro.com. Well, today I have the pleasure of welcoming my friend Tisha Martin on the show. Welcome, Tisha. Hey, Laura. Tisha is an editor and a writer and a contest judge, and this is impressive. Since 2017, so three years, you've completed more than 250 projects in fiction and nonfiction on deadline. That is impressive, Tisha. Yeah, it kind of makes me tired thinking about it. <laughs> we don't, about it. don't realize how much we do sometimes. It's true. Well, you and I met at Writers Conference a few years back, and then you recently, within the last year, moved across the country from Illinois to Washington State. And I remember last summer before you moved to Washington State, which is where I live, you came to my town and we went antiquing because the town I live in has a lot of antique stores. And I was so impressed because I discovered a little known skill that Tisha possesses, which is she is a really proficient, knowledgeable antiquer. <laughs> is that the right terminology, antiquer? <laughs> antiquer, I think. I mean, I call myself an antiquer. I think it's a fun word. So we're going through an antique store and your eyes would just light up. And then you would say something like, oh, this is a blah, blah, blah. And it's worth X amount of money. And it was created in such and such a year. How do you know all that stuff about antiques? You're like a font of knowledge about antiques. Well, fun fact is when <laughs> I was in college, I needed money to pay for college. My from a big family, so my parents didn't have a lot of money. So I turned to selling things on eBay. And one summer, my sister and I decided that we would sell stuff together. So we would go to estate sales, garage sales, anywhere they were selling antiques, vintage stuff. And uh, we would buy things, bring it back home. And so that's kind of how I got into it. And I did that for 10 years and was able to you know, get through college. So if anybody, any, any one of you needs some ideas, um, buying and selling really is a fun, fun way. I love antiques and vintage from the 1920s to the 1960s. Pretty much. I do a lot of research. Yeah. I'm, I'm a history junkie. I don't feel like I'm knowledgeable in everything specifically, but I'm just like little random facts here and there. I don't know kind of how I got into it. And it's just, I'm learning this an integral part of me and helps me be a better editor because of the detail that it does mm -hmm. take when you're analyzing the antiques and the value and all of that. All right. So you're, you're detail focused and you like learning new things and studying things, which is the perfect attitude to have when you are a professional editor. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode is the value of working with a professional editor on your writing project. And that may be working with someone on something as small and seemingly insignificant as a blog post to a full-length book. 
I do a lot of editing actually on people's blog posts. That is a regular gig for me that I get paid quite well to do. When you work with several clients and you edit their blog posts, that's a nice tidy little source of income (laughs) that a lot of people don't really consider when they're thinking about a writing related business. But editing is definitely a writing related business. So that's what we're going to be focusing in on today. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you first is some people seem to have what you have called a drive-through mentality of book publishing. It's kind of like looking at publication like they're going through a drive-through. And I have an example of that from my own life. One time, a first-time author asked me to edit their nonfiction book. Now, this person had an agent. They had a contract. They hadn't written the book yet, but they told me that they were going to write it over the weekend seriously, over the weekend. Oh my, oh my, oh my. And then I, as the editor, was going to give it a quick once over because obviously it would be perfect on the first draft. And they anticipated having the book published within two or three months. A year and a half later, many, many, many edits later, the book finally did get published. But that would be for me an example of the attitude of the drive-through mentality of book publishing. Would you agree with that, Tisha? I would a thousand percent agree with you, Laura. Having that drive-through mentality, I think the author, the writer, does themselves a disservice when they have the drive-through mentality because, yes, they have an idea, they want to get this book published, but as with any skill, they're not willing to put in the work that it takes to make it a professional product. Now, with the drive-through mentality, Say you go through the drive-thru and you order a Big Mac, large fry, and a Coke, okay? And then you get, and maybe you order, you know, some coffee or other little snacks. And you get your, you get your order, you pay for it, you get your bag, and you drive off. You don't check it. And you get 30, you know, 20 minutes down the road, and you're like, okay, I'm at the park. I'm going to eat my food. And you dig into your bag, and, like, only the fries are there. Nothing else is missing. (laughs) That's what it's like when an author doesn't take the time to learn what it takes to get their book up to professional level, to get it up to that bookstore shelf quality level. That's the disservice. It's a half put together Mm -hmm. order. I was talking with somebody just this morning, actually, that fits what you're talking about to a T because they were looking to have a book published pretty soon, like this month. And their publisher said, "Uh, we're going to have to put off the publication because your manuscript needs some work. Mm -hmm. And so this writer was kind of grudgingly, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But they also said, yeah, I, I know it needs some work and I want it to be a professional product that people are going to be delighted to read. And I loved that they were taking that attitude. While they weren't particularly happy to hear that they needed to do some additional work on their book, they were also willing to do the work and willing to work with their editor to make it as good as it can possibly be. Yes, yes. And I think the two words that immediately come to mind are being teachable and being humble to make the adjustment that you need. You need people on your team and an editor is definitely the starting point um, to even 
putting together that order. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying. They're the starting point. And so you're talking about you need a team to put together this professional product. It's not something that you do in isolation, book publishing. It's definitely a team effort from the writing to the editing, to the proofreading, to the publication, to the marketing. That's all teamwork. And so as an editor, you're a very integral part of that team. Let's say that I am a writer working on a book and I'm wondering, well, what can a professional editor provide for me? What's the value that an editor provides? An editor can provide as little to as much value as that, as the skills that that editor possesses. As an author, realize and understand and appreciate that your editor is the friend who loves you, loves your work, and will fight every inch of the way for you. They're going to be on your side. We as editors, we study the industry so that we can be better informed in how to help our authors as individuals. Mm -hmm. So whatever we as editors specialize in, we're going to know the books, the authors, and the topics that are going to best fit into those specializations because we want to give our best effort to our authors' books and their professional careers. We will look at various websites that guide us on past and current trends. We're gonna ask a lot of questions of the authors and of other people within the industry as a whole to understand the market, where it's been, where it's going. We're gonna cultivate connections with the industry insiders so that we can help our authors know how to steward the information that the author wants to share with their readers. We as editors are going to read books and analyze the overall presentation of those books to help us know what's out there on the current shelves. Oh man, we get to read exciting news about which author got this award or who has a book coming out or like what topics are hot and what topics are timeless. For me, like following the awards is so much fun because like I love to champion authors because I'm just I'm so excited because I know the hard work that they put in because I'm I'm also an author myself. So having that two sided balance, it's just definitely is helpful as an editor. And side note, not all editors are authors. Not all editors are authors or writers, but they have a different skill set. The skill set that sets that editor apart, I think, is the ability to analyze and the ability to listen and the ability to bring out the context that the author, the writer, is trying to convey. Because as writers, we have it in our heads. We can't really see it. We're too close to the material. So as an editor, we are that objective voice and we can see the plot, the holes and the, you know, ways to enhance. They're a good listener. They're objective, which is so key because they can see things that the writer might not see. And I think I'm going to throw in there that they also have a pretty decent grasp of the English language. Yeah, you can't have influence if you don't have a grasp on the English language. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. We also have insider conversations with agents, editors, marketers, and publishers about yeah. what the industry really needs, which authors are doing it well and why. We also talk about like what works and what doesn't work. 
And I love this, like we get to be creative. We are creative. The second value that editors provide authors is that we as editors, we learn valuable skills to grow us and to help us connect well with our readers. We are dedicated to really mastering our skills. So we go to writers conferences Mm -hmm. to learn. We have to learn how to be writers too, to be a good editor in in many respects. And I've seen you at several writers' conferences, Tisha, and you're there attending and learning and growing and meeting people. As a writer, if I'm on the lookout to hire an editor to help me with my project, I'm definitely going to be looking at somebody like you who is putting herself out there, who knows the industry, who studies it deeply, who is connecting with writers and other editors and agents and publishing houses, uh, somebody who's very well-rounded. So I love what you're saying about this. In the last two, three years, I think I've been to at least, I don't know, maybe a dozen or so conferences, Mm. more than once. That's really helped uh, grow relationships with authors and industry professionals. I can't even tell you how many people I at least know or am good friends with in the industry. So if there's value in going to writers' conferences. I think every editor, if they're not going to writers' conferences, why? Because the authors want to see these editors in person because then they build that, they're familiar with that. You know, so we make friends with authors and we find out, we get to find out what their struggles are and what their successes are, what they want to do with their writing. We take interest in them and to really better champion them for the causes that they have, for the ministries that they have with their writing. If we're sitting at home behind a computer screen talking on social media, that's great. If you can't get to a writer's conference, that is the second best strategy. But writer's conferences just like it helps you just see things in a better perspective. In addition to going to writers' conferences and just really getting to know the people that we're with in this creative industry, um, we also read craft books. We're going to read writing craft books. Like I have on my shelf, I don't know, 20 or 30 craft books, but there's more. There's so much more that I want to read, so much more that I want to, so many books that I want to get that, you know, I'm constantly, much of your red pile is, is endless. I can't get to it all. And that makes me sad as an editor because it's like I want to grow and every editor should want to grow and every author should appreciate that growth mindset. So not only do we read writing craft books, but we have our own bookshelves filled with editing craft books. You would be surprised at the list of editing books that we have because, again, there's that different slant as an editor that we have to have. The third value that we bring we editors bring to authors is that we realize that each writer and each story is unique. Mm -hmm. So I like to say that each person is a snowflake or in this case, with what our conversation is going, each person has a special ingredient. And so that editor is going to work within that framework to bring the value to that specific author and for that specific reader that that author is trying to reach the best gift that we can give to our authors is that gift of honesty and humility. So this might really seem like a tall order, but like in my years of editing and conversing with industry professionals, I have learned and practiced those two crucial elements. If we recognize that each author is that individual with their personality, their giftings, they have a background, 
they've got a promising future, then we can do our dead level best to really lean into that and really help them and champion our authors in that best space that God has given them um, so that they can enlarge their own sphere of influence. And so it's just, it's definitely that perfecting that recipe and just making Mm -hmm. it even better each time. As editors, we are also objective commenters, as I've said, because we're always thinking about the reader in light of the author's message and their intent. As editors, we really want the absolute best success for our authors. We know that our readers are going to be successful too, because the authors, they have a message to help their readers. It just, it just grows. And that just, that blows my mind. It just how collective this industry really is. None of us should be isolationists. We should all be collectivists supporting each other. And so as we do that, we'll strive with excellence to really display those ingredient fruits of the spirit as we, you know, steward our lives with that honesty and humility for our authors. I love that, Tisha. And I want to continue this conversation because I want to ask you about the different types of editing, but I feel as if we've given our listeners quite a bit to chew on already. And so if you're up for it, can we continue this conversation in next week's episode? Absolutely. We'd love to. Okay. So let's do that. Um, I just want to kind of sum up some of the things I've been taking notes on as you've been talking, Tisha, because I think it's just so helpful. So an editor is a valuable part of your team as you work toward the success of your your writing product. And they're this trusted industry insider. They're like a friend who walks with you on this whole publication journey. They're this second set of objective eyes that can help you evaluate your story and your message and give you some really honest, valuable feedback about it. They're a partner in the publication process. They do the hard work. They study the craft. They study the industry. They study writing. They study editing. They have connections in the industry. So, so many ways that an editor is an integral part of any writing project. And so thanks for sharing that, Tisha. Uh, Where can people find out more about you and your editing services? You can go to tishamartin.com. And I will also put a link to Tisha's website in the show notes at bloggingbistro.com. Tisha is also a member of the Professional Writer Podcast Community, which is a private Facebook group just for listeners to this podcast. You can join the group, continue the conversation with Tisha and with me and with other members of the group. We'd love to have you join. Thanks so much for tuning into the Professional Writer Podcast. Tisha and I will be back with you again next week to talk about the different types of editing.